Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. What is up? Well, I'm house sitting. Um, yeah. Because Hobbit's so disgusting, I had to leave my house. Um, <laughs> wait, first, wait, before I tell that real quick. Um, thank you, everyone. I have two things. I have two things I need to say. One, thank you, everyone, for uh, not freaking out about our unexpected break last week. Uh, that was my B because I went to my sister's wedding. Didn't think I would be so exhausted, but to be fair, I did get food poisoning the next day. Not at the wedding, but I did get food poisoning the next day at the gas station we got breakfast at, um, which was the worst experience of being ill I've had in a really long time. Um, I uh, see the mistake you made there. Mistake? Oh, yeah. No, I, it was, I mean, I trust gas station food usually, but I, 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 uh, I've been burned, I guess. I've been burned. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't need to get into the, the nasty details. Um, I've already went through it enough. I've, I'm well recovered yes. and shout out to Maureen for understanding. I was just like, I can't, oh. I just slept for like three days. Um, also, uh, shout out and thank you to, uh, Milk Pop with M- Milk with Two Eyes. Uh, they animated a little bit of one of our episodes on YouTube. I will have it linked. I'll have their, their, um, uh, their YouTube channel linked. Um, and we got their permission. I'm going to be posting it on our Instagram when this episode goes out. So... Heck yeah. Thank you to them. It's really cute. Their animations are awesome and adorable. Um, both Maureen and I have animation experience, so I know how hard it is. Um, yes. Yeah. The character designs are hilarious, and uh, that video kept me going through the wedding weekend and also uh, food uh, poisoning. Um, uh, anyway, are you are you ready to hear the nasty story? Or did you have something else to add? You know what? I'll, I'll tell a, a good story after your nasty story. That's pretty good. Um, that's probably necessary. Uh, this is gross. Like, this is nasty. Um, so maybe skip forward, like, a minute or two if you don't like stuff about poop. Um, I mean, How I skip forward? Well, you can't. I'm just, I'm letting the listeners know. <laughs> um, but as you guys know, uh, two facts about Hobbit is, well, I used to talk about poop all the time because he used to have, like, terrible diarrhea when he was a baby. Um, but also... He has pretty bad pica um, from, like, being weaned too early, which he couldn't have prevented. His mom abandoned him. Um, yeah. And so, he, like, I can't keep tissues in my room or else he'll eat them. Like, just pull them mm-hmm. out one by one and eat them. Um, if I ever have a, a paper towel anywhere, ever, he'll eat it. Um, and he just, he tries to eat everything. I actually, like, cleaned our whole basement during Thanksgiving break so that I could make sure that I could because I clean my room pretty uh, evenly but the basement needed to be cleaned so you can just stop eating things um and this this was necessary because um this is after I recovered like the day after I felt better and then my cousin got food poisoning unrelated different restaurant even um and my cousin was like sleeping on the couch and I was playing Skyrim and I just smelled like poop all of a sudden, and I turn around. This is the part you should you guys should skip. Um, and Hobbit's like sitting weirdly, 
like kind of like like his feet are kind of out like a Kimbo and I'm like what what is up and I'm thinking he's like stepped in the poop and like cat's like I smell poop yeah. and I'm like I know and I pick him up and he he hadn't stepped in poop um there was <laughs> floss coming out of his butthole um <laughs> and there was tiny <laughs> bits of poop stuck to it and he had trailed it like across the living room floor oh. um because he had floss stuck in his butt so I then had to take the floss um and plunk, pull it out um and i will say it was an uncomfortable amount of floss was still up his butt um oh my god and he like was not happy with me he was not happy with me like he was scre- he was like Meh! like you know yelling at me not like screaming in pain but like screaming in a like stop pulling floss like, out of my butt mom yeah yeah like <laughs> what are you doing with my butt mother right and i'm like buddy the bet the better that the faster this goes the better it will be for both of us um he seemed relieved after i finished the process and like went straight to cleaning um his brick brother like watching being like we'll stop eating floss and he's like <sighs> he's like aggressively i did check his like butt butthole specifically to make sure like i hadn't like lacerated something or he was fine. It just looked a little like sore. It didn't look like he was hurt or anything. But yeah, yeah so I am gonna have to switch up my oral hygiene. I'm gonna have to move away from string floss and go to like those little pick things because um, uh, he could he could probably swallow those. But you know, I've seen that video of like the person getting like all the hair ties removed and like the quarters from the cat's stomach. I'm like, I don't want to oh. pump my cat's stomach, but uh. Yeah, so that was, like, probably, I mean, after my sister's wedding, the highlight of this week was definitely um, uh, pulling floss out of my cat's butt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, if we're gonna, if we, if we should, um, like, rank uh, sister's wedding, Thanksgiving, pulling floss out of my cat's butt, and then food poisoning <laughs> like from awesome yes. to i death is approaching <laughs> that's where i am i'm so happy to hear yeah it can only go up uh, yeah it can only go up well uh we uh we have a christmas tree out my roommate put up uh right. for christmas tree right because my roommate's uh big big into christmas and christmas mm-hmm. decorating so i got the tree got the whole shebang awesome and Amira was sitting under it, and it's like, oh no. Oh no. What's she gonna do? Climb it. And she didn't do anything, but she was really looking hard. And then later, she just launched herself up the tree. She was having her zoomies and just launched herself right up the tree. And I was like, wait, no. And it's not like... It's not like she hasn't been around Christmas trees before. Yeah, but she's but never new. like... Yeah, I, I think guess, she remembers like, last Christmas. Definitely not. Well, we definitely didn't have a tree last. Christmas, oh, oh, so that makes that. sense. It's been it's been over a year since she's been around one. I don't think it matters. I guess it's been probably over like two years. Yeah, I don't think I it matters. We didn't have a Christmas tree <laughs> ever. So well, then it makes total sense. Well, it I doesn't... have my Charlie, I have my Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Right, so. but that's a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. That's not like a full Christmas tree. That's less less yeah. appealing. If I were a cat. I would definitely be yeah. way more into a full one. Is it a real one? No, no, it's not real. Okay. It's fake. I think she I wanted think... to get a real one, but I'm like, those things are fire hazards. Maybe. And a lot of cleanup and just like a yeah. lot in general. So, 
Yeah, I was. That was going to be my question because I don't know. Like, and she's been around both. Oh, she's been around both. Like my mom would in her house, she'd have a fake tree and a real tree. Mm. Well, maybe it's just like like, I don't know. This year's something special to her. This is the first time that a tree, I guess, has been in her home. Right. Because like the home that Amira owns. Yeah, she is because, your like, landlord. Before you know, yes. Because <laughs> like before you know, it's like oh, we'd travel home for Christmas while in college. Right. I, I would. I imagine the traveling like took her like two weeks to decompress, and then by that time she's already heading home, so she didn't have time to really enjoy the trees. I mean, like she'd always like sit under them and look really cute. Like she just liked yeah. to like sit under there near like all like the boxes, but. I don't know. Yeah, now now she's kind of a criminal, and she's uh, kind of trying to commit crimes, so we have a bunch of, like, shatterproof bulbs on there, but the room- my roommate did get some actual ornaments yesterday when we went thrifting, so no, now it's, like, just breakable gotta, stuff. Well, those ones you just have to tie to the branches instead of hanging them. Yeah, well, so, like, I was taking notes. Or just don't and tie them just, to the like, lower sitting- branches. No. Okay. But I was I was sitting taking notes and just like she'd like start to kind of go up the tree and I just have to like <laughs> grab her and like nope <laughs> like down down girl. Oh. Yeah. So she's, well, she's been she's been a little criminal, but she she loves it. So good. that's good. Oh, also quick correction. Um, milk pops. Uh, pronouns are she her. Sorry, I didn't know earlier. Uh. Night. I messaged them on Twitter, which is where they posted, she posted the um, video originally. I was like, oh, quick, yeah. your pronouns, because I'll just use they, them if I don't know. But uh, they are she, her. So check out her YouTube oh. channel. It will be linked. Um, Excellent. Have you been reading between criminal uh, prevention? No. <laughs> the car? Did you? <laughs> honked? Was that like your local? Li- that was like your local library, like like uh, like library on wheels chasing you down, being like, check some books out, Maureen. I did no. You know what? I actually got a card in the mail the other day that was like, hey, you need to pay for a damaged book. And I'm like, what? I didn't damage a book. Really? So I need to go into the library and see what that's about. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I mean, I have. I know I kept my books really long, and I shouldn't have. I kept my books for a very long time, but I didn't damage. But any. did you renew? Oh yeah, well, yeah. Then it like doesn't matter. No one cares if you keep them. And and you, I... That's the point of the library. Yeah, but do you but, think okay, people who but... like check out War and Peace like only keep it for the standard two weeks? Heck no! Like they probably have to renew that a couple times. But yeah, but I returned them and I did not damage any, so I guess we'll uh, go mm. see what that's all about. Maybe there's some other Maureen like with your la- like with your la- a similar sounding last name who just is a book ruiner. And they got you. Your I highly doubt up. that, but um, maybe I don't, yeah, you don't I have know. To go investigate. I'm supposed to go do like bottle drop today, so maybe I'll. Yeah, you have time to that. Uh, since I'm house sitting for my sister during her honeymoon, um, between cuddling with all of her cats, I am rereading some of the shoujo mangas that we collected when <sighs> we were little kids. This is actually one I oh. want to repurchase for myself. It's called the series is Zodiac PI, 
by um, Natsumi Ando. Um, and I cannot begin to say how much of an influence and effect this series had on me. It's only four books long. It's not very popular, uh-huh. not very famous. Um, so I've been having like trouble to find like copies of it. Um, but it's literally about a teen girl. <laughs> a teen girl who has magical powers that I think it's a ring she has that she can summon like the the representatives of each zodiac. Um uh-huh. and those spirits help her solve crime. That's beautiful. I, yes, I it's amazing. And her uh her best friend slash like mortal enemy is a boy who went to kindergarten with her, um, who is allergic to girls, like breaks out and cries oh. when he touches girls. Um, Great. Yeah, it's and like there, <laughs> he like moves back and is like, oh, you don't remember me? I was your like your friend during elementary school, and she's like, oh no, not at all. Um, anyway, I'm gonna go solve crimes. He's like, you can't do that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> But it's, I have to, I have to, I'm going to reread the full thing and see if it stands up. I am pretty sure it like is, I, there's like actual murder in this. I forgot like with blood and stuff. And like, this is, uh, it's, it's rated youth. Um, if you don't know the, um, manga shoujo like rankings, it goes like youth, teen, mature, like mature is 18 plus. Mm-hmm teens like 13 plus youth is seven plus i'm like there's a legitimate stabbing scene in this first book not like you don't actively see it but you do see a corpse and i'm like mm, i don't know if an eight-year-old we have a lot of death in warrior cats yeah but it's a different when it's like that's for eight-year-olds i would say it's different when it's visually depicted that's like fair. you can say the cat got killed without like i mean maybe that's bad in some way because it leaves up to the imagination of the child but like they could just be like oh like they went to sleep um how about claws ripped him? No, from I know. I that's a, but that's the thing. Warrior cats isn't isn't for seven plus. Like warrior cats is. That's, well, it's technically middle grade. Yeah, or middle grade, which is like which is like ten plus. Oh, okay, and whatever. I would say that you you've said that the series gets more violent. I don't think the first series was as violent. It got pretty dark during the end, but like the first yeah. first series. Yeah, we'll see. I would say, I would say the most violent thing is uh was Tiger Star's death. Like that was pretty gruesome. He got like murdered so hard. He okay, what about Swiftpaw's death? R- remind me Swiftpaw's death. The dog. The dogs. Did we see Swiftpaw die? I thought we just found him his corpse. Oh, well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, no, it's still pretty it's right still now. pretty gruesome, but those happen like later in the series, not the first book. First book doesn't open with cat death gore. No. Yeah. All right, ready? Yes. Yes. All right, because I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? bank with Stormfur. Oh. And uh, his dad's gone. Uh, middle grade yeah. is age 8 to 12. Ha! I would have, uh, I guess 10 to 12 isn't that much difference. That's just like 
Okay, whatever. I it's just so weird. I the Western like the Western ideals and the difference between like how sex versus gore is handled is insane. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They don't they don't care. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Like we can we All can right. we can show cats being eviscerated, but God forbid we ever mention that they actually have sex to produce children. Um sorry to burst any bubbles once again. Uh, sex causes kids. Well, Stormford says he wishes he could have been there to help. Greystripe made his own decision to risk his life for the trapped cats. God, we're in the middle of a trauma. Yeah, hey. We got really distracted. I didn't do my summary. So we're just talking Uh, about how your dad got kidnapped right away. Jump in. Yep. Well, the whole of RiverClan was amazed when Mistyfoot showed up. Hawkfrost especially, I'm sure, Brambleclaw commented, and Squirrelpaw shoots him a look. Stormfur says he doubts he wanted to stop being deputy so soon, but he welcomed her return as much as any cat. He's a good warrior. He knows he'll be deputy one day. He doesn't mind waiting. He's gonna murder her. No, wait, I forgot. He's lawful evil. He's gonna have someone else murder her. Well, Squirrelpaw says he sounds very confident, and Stormfur says he's always been like that, but he's totally loyal to the clan and sticks to the warrior code like a caterpillar to a leaf. Mm-hmm. Brambleclaw asks if he thinks there's any chance Leopard Star will change her mind about leaving the forest. And Stormfur says she won't go anywhere as long as there's fish in the river. She did ask Mudfur if he'd had a sign, but he doesn't leave his nest much these days. Stormfur says it looks as if the sign Midnight Promised may not come, now that Fortrees is destroyed. Squirrelpaw wonders if they've seen the sign, but didn't realize it. <laughs> they're like, look around, anyone know any dying cats? And they're like, mm. Literally everyone. Like, you throw a rock, you'll hit one. <laughs> don't, actually don't throw a rock, but. <laughs> Please don't, they're almost dead. You'll kill them, yeah. Brambleclaw mutters that they've seen plenty of dying since they've got back. Ah. So, <laughs> yep. But he's beginning to think that no cat is going to show them the way. Wherever they're going, they need to find their own way there. I mean, at least Shadow Clan is showing initiative. They've picked out a place. It's not a great place, yep. but they've picked a it's neighborhood. It's not a great they plan, but they have a plan. They have a plan. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea for us to brainstorm places we could go. Problem is, we don't know any places. <laughs> Uh, technically, Firestar yes. does know a place, but not yet because that hasn't been retconned <laughs> into existence. Yeah, uh, I imagine they could have all just went and lived with Sky. <laughs> that, that's like I, you know, the retconning didn't seem like much of an issue until right right this moment. It's like mm, I suppose it makes sense that like the the uh oh my god, what are they called? The fifth clan? Sky clan? Yeah, Sky clan. I te- technically, Sky clan's li- like land is not vast enough for four clans to move, um, even in their reduced yeah, state. Yeah, Because uh, they did mention, like, they're, they're pretty close to two, like, nests. But yeah. it, w- it would at least be a place to convalesce until yeah. they're less starving. And not die. And be poisoned. Yeah. 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 Less starvation and poison uh, would help. 
Firestar decided that uh, they're too ashamed to address that. So that's the retcon reason why he doesn't mention it. That he doesn't want to like show up and be like, hey guys, remember how I helped you establish your place? I have fully, fully uh, like messed it up on my own place. Uh, just... No, he, no, he, he's, he's like, oh, they're the clans too ashamed. would be too ashamed to know that they drove out Sky Clan or whatever. Like, we don't need to bring up this bad blood. Oh, that's really bad. Um, yeah. That's like ignoring your colonistic past. Uh, yeah. Wow, guys. Way to take that theme that we, like, barely skated by last uh, book and fully commit to it, huh? Yep. Yeah, no, you can't ignore the bad things your society has done in the past because it makes you feel bad. Well, <laughs> that's like done that's it. the opposite. Oh god. That's he did that was the opposite of the lesson we learned the whole time we were there. <laughs> Maybe okay. I'm going to re-re-retcon that, and I'm going to say, yeah, he feels shame and is trying to figure out, it's taking him and Sandstorm, like, a while to, like, figure out how to, like, orally tell this history um, and get it right. And also the fact that, like, their daughters were missing and, like, people were dying got them a little distracted from that side project. Uh, they're not, like, I'm no, not- I'm I, sorry. I'm, no, I hate it. I hate that they're like, oh, it was our shame for doing this bad thing. The bad thing that we, like, addressed and we're going to, like, internalize and move past because we're addressing it. Oh, no, we're ignoring it? Okay. All right. Yikes, guys. Leafpaw cracks the body of the tick that's been troubling her. And Squirrelpaw jokes that she better not tell the clan she had an extra piece of fresh kill, though all want one. Ha <laughs> starvation jokes. The vole they shared had barely touched her hunger. They're laying side by side, watching the sun sink behind sunning rocks. The half moon hangs in a clear sky. Cinderpelt is speaking to Firestar about going to the high stones as the medicine cats usually do every half moon. And Cinderpelt comes up to them. Firestar agrees with her. They can't risk the journey with so many two legs and monsters about. Leafpaw argues that it's important to share with Star Clan more than ever. Cinderpelt says Firestar couldn't risk losing them. Squirrelpaw says she's glad they're not going. She already almost lost Leafpool to two legs once. Leafpaw, sorry, whoops. She couldn't bear it again. Leafpaw licks her sister's head fondly. And Leafpaw wonders aloud if River Clan is going. And she was hoping that if all the medicine cats had traveled to the Moonstone, it could bring them closer. I thought it was like a requirement. I mean, they're supposed to, but they can't get there safely, so. Right. Well, Squirrelpaw agrees. You'd think trouble like this would unite the clans, like when Blood Clan attacked. But right now, they seem like forests apart. They united for, like, an afternoon. That was, like... And also, yeah. that was not all four of the clans. That was, like, three and a half clans. <sighs> well, 
Yeah, because like, well, are we talking about the first time well, Blood Shadow Clan attacked Clan when it was actually Blood Clan, or are we talking about like when when later it was Blood Clan plus Shadow Clan and River Clan? Because that was not a united effort, let me tell you. No, after after that. When, okay. Uh, yeah, I was like that was like an insur- the first time it was like yeah. an insurrection. Yeah, the first time we were united for mm, about three hours. Uh, well, Leaf Paw sighs. She just wishes Star Clan would give them a sign. Squirrelpaw asks if she was hoping Star Clan would share something with her tonight. Leaf Paw nods but avoids her gaze, and she didn't want to betray the fear that had had her heart pounding all day. She dreaded that they would go to the Moonstone and find Star Clan silent even there so that would be scary that would be but we don't up. have to do that yeah it would it would definitely indicate that uh spotted leaf killed them all <laughs> <laughs> now that now there there is an au slash like you know what throw out all of the current timeline plots whatever uh i want a murder mystery set in Star Clan because no one could technically die. So where are they gone? They can't technically die. So where'd they go? Okay. She trapped them in like otter heaven. (laughs) (laughs) You know, since it's like a physical place, like she just locked them out of wherever their little plot of Yeah. Their little plot of Oh, you know, that would also be maybe another reason Star Clan is to give you mother signs. Like they thought that (laughs) they did send the sign. And they thought that they got it, and so they were moving along since they had to physically move to the new place that the clans are going. They've already, like, gone ahead and forgot to, like, that's why only, Spotted Leaf is the go-between. She keeps running back and forth, be like, oh my god, they actually haven't left yet! Guys, we're gonna just run back and be like, guys, we've just reset the sign! And the way she copes with stress is being creepy towards her not-lover's children. Yeah. Okay. Not a healthy way to cope with stress. Well, Squirrelpaw says it's stupid that the clans find it so hard to come together. They have far more in common than they think. Yeah, we're all cats. Besides, ShadowClan, RiverClan, and ThunderClan even share kin. <laughs> more than that, bro. 20, you just list all the clans. Stormfur? WindClan... I don't think WindClan has any ThunderClan blood, but ThunderClan does have that a little WindClan in it. And RiverClan does have some WindClan yeah. as well. Yeah. And so. therefore, if there are River Clan cats in Wing Clan, that means that there are ThunderClan cats in Wing Clan because River Clan and ThunderClan are so enmeshed. Well, Stormfur actually has like a little Wind Clan in him. If you draw the family tree, it ends up being a wreath. Moving on. I know. <laughs> well, Squirrel Paw says not just them, there are other cats linked to ThunderClan by blood. Leafpaw asks if she means Tigerstar being Hawk Frost and Mothwing's father. <laughs> like, hurry up, move along. We've already had that, like, oh, moment. Like, that revelation. It, like, we're not weirded out by it anymore. We just gotta keep going. Squirrelpaw's like, have, have you been sharing my dreams again? Leafpaw's like, no, I've known. <laughs> She's like, she I just, think I just looked at them and I figured it out. I, weirdly, I haven't needed the plot device of giving, of getting, like, prophetic dreams that both you and dad rely very heavily on which is weird because that's like my whole thing being a medicine cat trainee 
I'm just smart. Like, I'm just smart. I'm the smart one in this family, excluding mom. Because mom is the smartest. Well, she's like, I, you know, not now. Everyone's in danger. Why would it matter? And she's trying to convince herself because the last thing the clans need right now is another tiger star. Yeah, we need him. I don't think he has the potential yet. He has to mature and uh, endure some, like, traumas or whatever actually there was actually no reason for tiger star to be the way he was um that we know of so but I, we all let I mean, that his father abandoned him and he was raised by thistle claw and what that's like half of the clan cats have bad dads and terrible mentors that's not a reason to be a jerk like huh? no, no it's not it's he not wa- an excuse he was but... just a homicidal maniac but also like, yeah he had like a pretty bad past join the club um and, but I'm just saying, uh, Hawk Frost needs you, to- You think Hawk Frost is still cooking? He needs to marinate a little. Yeah. We need, we need- yeah. Plus, yeah, there is like a little too much happening for also Hawk Frost to be like, ah, evil schemes. Like, okay, shut up, dude. Like, honestly, I would just kill him and be like, we're not even dealing with this. We're literally dealing with starvation, poisonings, um, and our gods abandoning us. We're not dealing with you, like, rubbing your little hands together and being like, ah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the leader someday. Like, shut up. Shut up. Like, no time for that. So stupid. Squirrelpaw insists that a warrior like Hawkfrost can't be trusted. Leafpaw points out that Tigerstar was also Brambleclaw's father, and he's a loyal warrior. Why are we wasting energy on this conversation again? Brainstorm on places we can move. Well, Squirrelpaw snaps that Brambleclaw has nothing to do with this. Oh? And Leafpaw quickly agrees. She just means that, you know, having Tigerstar as a father doesn't mean a warrior has to follow in his paw steps. Yeah, jeez, sorry I said something slightly negative about your boyfriend. Because Brambleclaw is completely different from Hawkfrost. They have nothing in common. Are we we ignoring... Except those big, strong shoulders and that broad head. And and just ignoring Mothwing. Mothwing isn't even part of the conversation. Because everyone knows girls can't get evil from their dad. No. (laughs) It's not. It doesn't work that way. You know how balding goes from, like, the mom's side? Evil comes from the dad. To their sons only, evil, apparently. Evil, evil is only on the Y chromosome. Oh my god. Oh. I feel like we're just retreading Leafpaw. the same water. Well, Leafpaw curls up against her sister for warmth. But she tells her goodnight. The sisters have had words the forgotten. chance for them to have these conversations yet, so. Yes. Well, she didn't need a sign from Star Clan to tell her that her sister was falling in love with Brambleclaw. Oh. And amid everything that was going on, and however much she missed that connection that once only the two sisters had shared, this felt right and good for the whole clan. Aw. It's like, alright. He's good enough for my yeah. sister, but I'm watching you, buddy. I'll let you know no one will love her like I love her. But and I'll kill you. she closes her eyes. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, hey, my sister just got married. That's exactly how she's feeling, summarized. Fair. Like, you might be like a brother to me, but you step take one step to the, the wrong way. I will stab out your artery. Z- all of them. <laughs> Individually, somehow. Well, as she closes her eyes, she wonders if Star Clan will share her dreams. 
It is a half moon, even if they aren't at the moonstone. Would you like to hit me with a cat fact? So, Maureen, as you know, uh, this past week yes. it was Thanksgiving here in the U.S. Um, and I- ignoring everything where that holiday stems from and focusing on what's important, it was the Macy's... Pumpkin pie. Day Thanksgiving parade on TV. And more importantly, uh, football and even more importantly, the National Dog Show. Um, yes. Shout yes, out to Claire, the Scottish Deerhound that won. Beautiful, oh, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, big, huge deal in my family. We love it. Watch it every year. All, we always <laughs> we always root for the bulldog, even though we know it's never going to win. Um, we're all just like big fans of the really short, fat ones. We're like, yeah, there they go. Um, you know, I'm always rooting for the skipper key. Of course. So. Of course. Um, so... Watching that, I was inspired to research cat breeds. Um, and we've touched on this like a bit before when I've talked about like cat world records. Um, and I thought it was high time that we went into more depth. Um, and before I All get right. into breed, the breed I'm talking about today, uh, I want to clarify that I'm by no means an expert on cats and their breeds. Um, it seems that even cat experts aren't 100% experts at cat breeds because uh, overall the number of recognized and official cat breeds vary from 43, 44 to 71, depending on who you ask and where you live. So, all right. Um, uh, so even if like the cat's official breed existence is questionable or even controversial, um, we all uh-huh. we love cats, um, and I respect any cat breeders who uh care about animal welfare and animal health first um and of course we love all our strays and random mongrels that are just made out of our love our wild cats yeah wild murder cats made out of duct tape and hatred um love them yeah protect them too and i am going to be mainly focusing on appearance and history uh i personally believe that like okay so i know breeds both dogs and uh cats are often distinguished by like their personality slash temperament and i kind of think that's like hand wavy but i understand like certain breeds maybe need more exercise and to be more energetic but you know if a bunch of people got in a room and decided hey this particular these particular types of cats seem to be really spunky i'm not going to disagree so i just let i if you have like an abyssian and he's like not calm cool great like if you have a yorkie who's like the chillest dog that ever existed i believe you like i these are just the standards and what's usually seen um and i what i'm just saying is i'm not a hater if you have like the laziest and like chillest uh shepherding dog out there who isn't like determined to chase down and herd every car and animal it sees um great so we're gonna start with the egyptian mao um because it just seems right to start with a breed that has links to the world's probably first domesticated cats um because uh the first domestication of cats evidence has been found it's tied to the middle east mainly um and if not exactly Egyptian mouths, a very similarly spotted cats have been depicted in art from as early as uh, 1550 BC in Egypt. So uh, these guys have deep ties to that region and overall. Um, 
they're a relatively rare cat breed. Um, you don't find them in a lot of places. Uh, some cat breeders like were like, this can't just be its own breed. And they tried to like combine a bunch of other cat breeds to make it. It did not work. It made a whole new breed. They're like, that is not an Egyptian Mao. It is like a distinct thing. Because it looks a lot like and is very similar to other cat um, breeds. And like also looking at their DNA, they're pretty similar as well. Um, we'll talk about that more in depth when we get to those ones. Um, but they are their own distinct breed. Um, Appearance-wise, and also these standards. These standards are what are like set by shows, and not all Egyptian Maoists will have these standards, but it's most what's most commonly yeah. found and what's what's recognized. Um, so if you have yeah. like a mixed breed or um, somebody down like a line, even purebred Egyptian Maoists may not display all these. Uh, doesn't matter because they're just as good. They're just good, good cats. They're good cats. <laughs> Um, good cats. So they're they, all good cats. Yes, they usually have short fur in six colors, uh, from most common to least common. There's silver, bronze, smoke, which is silver fur with black tips, which I thought was hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, black, caramel, and pewter slash blue. Um, black and pewter slash blue is actually um, those two distinctly. They cannot be shown, um, but they're oh. uh, like if you have a Egyptian Mao who's black or pewter or blue they're just they're not gonna be show worthy but they are often used in breeding because that's a great way to avoid you know crossbreeding issues yeah um it's to you know you don't want two things that look like they are twins to breed together because usually they can that can cause genetic issues um they are one of the few breeds that have um naturally occurring spots um so rather than oh. like a torty where it like kind of just shows up um, they actually have a distinct yeah. spot pattern. Um, along with this, they have a long, dark stripe on their back that goes from the from the top of the head to the tail. And they have the little M, which we've also talked about at um, mm -hmm. um, in the podcast. I've talked about it being um, a sign of blessing from Muhammad in Islam, like uh, folklorishly uh, recognized. But also, it's also known as um, the mark of the scarab beetle. Uh, don't know why, Aww. but that's just what I saw. It was referred to, referred to as, and I thought that was really cute. Um, their eyes are usually a green, sometimes referred to as gooseberry green. Um, and it can all they can also have like a little bit of hazel or like, like they said, bronze uh, appearance from up to like six months old. But they have to be that like gooseberry green to be show worthy. Um, yeah, uh, they are the fastest cats. Uh, domestically um, they're recorded oh. to being able to run up to 30 miles per hour which is terrifying they could count you down on a bike uh, like I thought about that and I was like oh my god that's actually really fast um, so wind clan they're wind clan yeah, yeah um, and this is mainly due to uh, they have long hind legs so actually their posture looks like they're standing on their tippy toes in the front because their legs on the back are a little mm -hmm. longer um, additionally, oh. they have um, a flap of skin, kind of where the primordial pouch would be. Um, and you see this in other cats, but they distinctly have one that connects from uh, the flank to the back of the knee. And that gives them a longer stride and more flexibility with their back legs. So that's why they can run so fast, because they have that little... That's super interesting. Yeah. So I, it's funny, because like, I know exactly what part of the cat that is. 
but I it is true that it isn't always connected like that. Kind of, I'm imagining it's kind of like earlobes, where it kind of just depends, um, yeah, genetically how how it ends up. Um, Health wise, uh, in pure breed uh, Egyptian mouse, there are no recorded severe health issues genetically. So yay, um, yay. Uh, though they can uh, be predisposed to some diseases, um, which includes uh, kidney stones. <laughs> unfortunately and uh i'm gonna do my best to pronounce this pyruvate kinase deficiency um and basically that means red blood cells break down faster than they should um which can lead to anemia Uh. so not um not Mm. basically nothing that would be life-threatening for these animals but they could get some diseases um other health gotta get that iron yes other health considerations um interesting they have a longer than average gestational period most cats are 65 to 67 days um but egyptian Mm -hmm. mouse are about 73 days so almost a week more um uh, apparently like siamese cats uh are a little longer than the 67 days but mouse are like even longer than that so i couldn't tell you why but i thought that was interesting um they also tend to, to make be those long, long legs. Probably a lot of development in there. <laughs> um, they tend to be more sensitive to cold weather, which makes sense. They were from a rather arid climate originally. Um, and mm-hmm. they are more sensitive to medication and anesthesia, which is important to note. Um, um, personality slash temperament. Um, Mouths are very talkative um, and they can be musical with their noises they like to chitter and chat and titter um they make all sorts of noises um and this is hilarious um a sign of a happy mouth is a wiggle tail um so they and both both boys and girls will do this they wiggle and twitch their tail and it it looks like they are spraying or like marking their territory but no urine is being sprayed they're not actually spraying they just <laughs> thank god they just they just do that for fun like when they're happy they're like ha ha i'm gonna pee everywhere mom and but they don't they're just like ah i'm having so much a great time <laughs> so and it's, i think it's uh crazy because i've only heard of like tom cats doing that boy cats do that but apparently it's both the boys and the girls the egyptian mouse will do that oh. um they're a very active breed um so they love to play and run um so as uh according to one of the resources is you will find them up on a bookshelf given the opportunity um they are yeah. active climbers and movers which makes sense with um just the way they have developed yeah so egyptian mouse um and like i said there are 77 overall recognized breeds so i'm not gonna do all of them but i'm gonna highlight many um and it'll mainly just go by whoever I think is interesting or maybe yeah. most common ones. <laughs> that was today's cat fact. Thank you, Brenna. That was a delight. All right. A nose prods leaf paw awake. It's Mothwing. Did we just fall asleep by the riverside? No. We're, we're at Sunning Rocks. Oh, Right, I forget where we are. Is camps move? Yeah. 
while her voice trembled with fear. Come quick, she needs her. If your brother's Squirrel enacting paws. his evil plan right now, I just like 10 minutes ago was talking about how it's not the time. <laughs> so that better not be what's happening here. Squirrelpaw stirs beside her, and when Leafpaw tells her it's Mothwing, she's on her feet hissing. But Mothwing says she needs Leafpaw's help. Mudfur is very ill. Isn't that her leaf... Her, uh... Mentor? Yes. And weren't they saying earlier today that he hasn't been leaving his... Yeah. Um, that might instigate them to leave if one of their... Like, most respected members dies, and they got this green-behind-the-ears girl who has to take over. Ooh! Not great. Man, all the other medicine cats are leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should go to... <laughs> like, we can't... We cannot defend on Mothwing to save us. If we get, like, one person gets green cough, we're doomed. Well, Leafpaw tells them to wait here. She's gonna go get Firestar and Cinderpelt. She'll help Mothwing, but she has to tell them where she's going. She's like, I can't just sneak out of camp and not tell my dad, because we've learned this. His daughters lesson. have kind of been doing that lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough trauma of us randomly disappearing. So she goes to Firestar and tells him, and Cinderpelt asks what Mothwing is treating him with, and Leafpaw doesn't know. Firestar asks if it's safe for her to go, and Leafpaw assures him that Mothwing wouldn't lie to her. Can we grab, can we grab Cinderpelt? Like, I feel like that would make sense. Because it, it, medicine cats, usually if they're traveling together, are seen as like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, there's, I, there's, I know there's always, like, a jerk that's like, what are you doing? Why? Ah. Like, Hawk, Hawk Frost will probably do that. I'm just going to guess. But I feel like it would behoove us to grab Cinderpelt. Because uh, two, two medical grads does not a doctor make. <laughs> well, Firestar says then she must go. But if she's not back by dawn, <laughs> name drop, he'll send a patrol <laughs> to fetch her. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cinderpelt promises they'll be back. She's gonna turn into a pumpkin. She's coming too. Oh, so oh okay, coming. good. I'm glad Cinderpelt was just there and no one had to grab her. her. Oh, I suppose we're all just sleeping on a rock. It doesn't make sense that yeah, I think like all the warriors like, <laughs> having like everyone's like oh my like every warrior who ever slept with Firestar before it became leader is like oh my oh, god wow. every night it's a different drama <laughs> a random cat from a different clan has come for our help why am I not surprised like they're just like I just want to sleep he again talk and sleep. <laughs> Oh my god, he always like, why do you always have to have plot stuff happen in the middle of the night? Can't it happen at 7am when we wake up? Well, as they return with herbs, Squirrelpaw says she's coming too. But Leafpaw shakes her head. There's no need. No. And Mothwing promises to make sure they return no, safely. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna veto that. She's coming with you. Squirrelpaw stares distrustfully at her, and Leafpaw knows she's seeing another cat. The only time we're oh. gonna uh, oh, really, we're actually gonna acknowledge, really acknowledge it. Wow! And of course, it would be Squirrelpaw who would acknowledge well, it. Leafpaw, Leafpaw whispers to her to remember Brambleclaw. Sharing Tiger Star's blood doesn't mean they share his dark heart. She's like, no, I'm seeing, I'm seeing Brambleclaw too. 
Just because I love him doesn't like, mean oh, I know. She's hot. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, and then her sister's like, no, come on. She's like, you have three girlfriends. You can spare one. Leave one, no, you already get a tiger star. <laughs> I get a tiger star too. <laughs> but this one's golden and beautiful. Yeah, wow, they did. Maybe that's why Hawk Frost is the way he is. He's like, I don't have... I don't have a... Uh, <laughs> darn it! Uh, why didn't you guys have triplets? Then, I don't know, we could have had some angsty... Uh, another angsty, like, romance between RiverClan and ThunderClan. <laughs> it's just oh right. Gosh. The fact that your two kids decided to date my half-brother and my sister has just made me really bitter. It's not that I even wanted to date anyone. I am actually not interested in love at all. I only think of world domination but the fact that but i'm feeling a little left out yeah if i maybe if i did have someone maybe that would distract me oh god mothwing leads them back to river clan camp and they waded through the shallow river and into the reed beds of the camp good they have come leopard star greets them oh and leafpaw so everyone's leafpaw in on this see that the yeah, yeah, no, this isn't a secret, apparently. Okay, cool. While you're here, I just want to, um, here's my pitch. We should move. <laughs> well, Leafpaw can see that the River Clan leader isn't as well-fed as she had been lately. Leopardstar stares into Cinderpelt's eyes. Do everything they can, but don't let him suffer. Oh my god. He's served his clan well. If StarClan needs him more, they should let him oh, go okay. in peace. The, the way the first the way you worded that at first, I thought we were like getting a pillow smothering him. God, uh, you're saying like do what we can to help him, but if it's his time, it's his time. I fully misinterpreted that. Sorry, Leopard Star. It I just I haven't been able to trust you for like mm, a couple books. Um, and uh, I don't know if you I don't know. Uh, this is her, her dad. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, Mudfur is Leopard Star's dad. Ooh, this is tough then. Yeah. All the more reason so. that you should move. Leopard Star, the death of your father has great, created a great opportunity for us. <laughs> it's a timeshare. This is a timeshare pitch. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what the, Oh my god. Oh my god. Midnight wasn't just a badger. She's, a, she's like a, a skeezy realtor. Oh my god, it's a timeshare scheme. Come get this uh beach house. Yeah, it's like if it, you can share with four other clients. Right. It'll be like Sunning Rocks, but like you can only live there like one season. <laughs> like no one wants to live there during the winter. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, uh, her losing weight does make sense because if the environment is being um like, it makes sense that, like, with the trees getting cut down and stuff being digged up, there's going to be less bugs, which means less fish. Overall, the environment changing. Mm. No matter what the food source is, if one is depleted, the whole thing's going to be messed up. Because I was just thinking, I was like, yeah, another possibility is the poison that they used on the rabbits very much could have leaked into the water supply so very easily. Um, yeah. Which, so I think it's probably a twofold thing where uh, they're just poisoning wildlife, which uh, you're not controlling where those corpses are ending up. So any of those could be leaching into the river, you idiots. Um, and two, um, if they're cutting down trees, bugs, natural 
and like animals that feed off them yeah. are going to be out of there even if they're not immediately killed off their environment's gone uh so bye-bye to fish because the fish will die if they don't have anything to eat it's the circle of life it truly is deforestation kills more than just the animals that live in the trees and it'll kill us too yep a moan comes from the corner of the medicine den and Cinderpelt goes to Mudfur and starts pressing gently on his flanks. Oh, is he Mudfur is clearly in agony. What's, is, he, is he having like a kidney stone? Like His words were indistinct and filled with pain. He tells Cinderpelt to let him go peacefully. And Cinderpelt tells him to lie still and ask Mothwing what she's given him. Aww. And Mothwing rattles off the list of treatments. And Cinderpelt says good. That's exactly what she would have done. Cinderpelt looks down to Mudfur, eyes clouded with sympathy. She's sorry, but she doesn't think there's much more they can do. But he's suffering, Mothwing protests. We can get him, like, super high on poppy leaves, but... Cinderpelt will give him poppy seeds. Oh, poppy seeds. And marigold. Um, Poppy seeds. Marigold? Is marigold? Is that, like, the poppy seeds where it kind of just is a painkiller? Where's it like a... Poppy seeds is the painkiller. Marigold is for infection, I think, usually. Oh, is may- what maybe it's it like for. a tummy soother, too. Yeah. Well, she makes a pulp using more poppy seeds than Leafpaw had ever seen her use before. Mudfur laughs at the mixture, looking to Cinderpelt with gentle gratitude. Cinderpelt tells Mothwing and Leafpaw to leave. She'll sit with him until he sleeps. Mothwing asks if he'll die. Cinderpelt says not yet, but this will ease his suffering until StarClan calls him. It's always, like, really emotional when all the... Because of all the clan cats, when it comes to friendship, like, the medicine cats are the only group that can, like, realistically actually have friendships and relationships. Like, not actual relationships, you know, but, like... Yeah. Because, you know, they are allowed... They travel together, they kind of work together, and... They are yeah. they're the ones that in a battle you're not you're not allowed to punch the medic. <laughs> you, they do. Yes. Like it does happen, but they do. But technically So I, I imagine of course it's gonna be hard for Leopard Star because that's her dad, but it would also probably be hard yeah. for Cinderpelt because she's slowly running out of people who were mentors to her and she's slowly becoming the senior in this position and that's yeah. that's a scary reality. <laughs> You look around and realize you're the only person who's been at your job as long as you have. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> my god, should I still be here? <laughs> Leopardstar demands to know how he is when they emerge. Mothwing says Cinderpels is doing all she can. Leopardstar nods, then turns and walks away. Leafpaw, hoping to distract Mothwing, comments on how nice their camp is. She's not surprised Leopard Star wouldn't want to leave it. <laughs> wow, these are real, some uh, nice, nice leaves. House. <laughs> Look at these reeds. I like your guys' wow, dirt piles. Really out of the way. Actually, it is canon that they decorate their dens with like shells and stones. I am. They make it pretty. I am hundred percent. God, why do we always hang out in the lamest places? I know. Well, Sky Clan was really cool. Like their decorations were cool, and their little scratch marks that signified their ages, like that was cool. Um, yeah, 
I mean, it's not like Thunder Clan can't decorate, but problem is their decorations is always just like a hole in the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> it's feng shui. Like we don't like talk about like I'm sure I am like sure there are some like nice twigs we put up and like some nice leaf piles. Like I'm sure it's very nice. Probably a nice couple rocks, but it is just a tree fort. <laughs> it is a glorified tree fort, guys. Well, Leafpaw looks around at the other cats, Leopard Star isn't the only one going hungry. Leafpaw guesses bravely that they are running out of fish now that the river is so low, aren't they? Mmm, alright. Did they dam the river? Moth- or. Maybe. Is it just like implied? Okay. Mothwing gives her a long look. Yes. And Leafpaw asks if that means Leopard Star will consider leaving. Mothwing shakes her head. As long as the two legs aren't in their territory, they will stay. If they can't catch fish, they'll catch other prey. What prey? Leafpaw is frustrated. Because there is no other prey. Yeah. yeah Leafpaw's like, there is no like, other prey. But I'm not going to say that right now. But just FYI. A, a poison rabbit? Have fun. Leafpaw comments that Mothwing has become a great medicine cat. A voice sounds beside her, making her jump. Oh, jeez. Hawkfrost agrees. Ah! The clan will be lucky to have such a good medicine cat. God, you're scary, dude. The Star Clan. You're just lurking to be a creep. Mothwing says she thinks Hawkfrost has more faith in her than she does. Well, Hawkfrost insists they have no reason to doubt themselves. Their father was a great warrior, and their mother is proud and strong. And they shared only one flaw, that their loyalty was only to themselves. None of those statements are incorrect, technically. Tiger Star was a great warrior up until he became a homicidal, homicidal maniac. Um, yeah, so he's saying they're selfish. So that's why, like, if he had been not selfish, he wouldn't have been a homicidal he's, maniac. Like, he's not wrong, but I'm also, like, I feel like he's still looking at it a little. Like, I think the rose tint could be turned like, down maybe a little. We- yeah, like, maybe we don't say it out loud. Right. Like, you could say, like... Maybe it's just something that we don't talk or about. we could reword those phrases. Like, we could workshop it. We could say, my dad was a great warrior until he betrayed his clan and he was so selfish. Like, you could just say that instead of, like, speaking in riddles. Yeah. Oh, there one flaw that broke the mantle of the crown that was his existence. Like, you don't have to do that, dude. You could just say... He would have been, like, such a good warrior if he uh, didn't murder random people and children and want to take over. Um, Because when you say it like, oh, he was such a good warrior, too bad he messed it up, it makes it sound like, I want to do that, but with maybe less, like, clear, like, murder. (laughs) Like, it makes it sound like you're going to try to do it sneakier. Yeah. No, thank you. Well, Hawkfrost says that because they have the courage to live by the warrior code, they'll be the most powerful cats in River Clan one day. Their clanmates will have to respect them then. And Leafpaw thinks that however much Hawkfrost pledged to living by the warrior code, that ambition could make him dangerous. Also, like, how are other cats not? Like, it's not a hard code to follow. The hard part about it well, I, is they constantly change what applies to who. 
Well, I think they're saying he's he's saying that like our father couldn't live by right. the word. Right. He is we he is very will, much and will evil. be Yeah. He's like well he'll he's like we're gonna be super powerful like I'm gonna be a super powerful leader but or cat, but I'm gonna be good. Actually, like a politician. Like, yes, you're passing laws, but the laws you are passing are hurting people. <laughs> um, like, yeah, no, if we're going to look at this, um, Tiger Claw was the corrupted mayor who was killing people and, like, paying off the mob. Um, yeah. And <laughs> Hawk Frost's like, I'm going to be mayor, and I'm just going to make all my bad things legal. So I will. it'll be fine. If I murder anyone, I would have already said it was okay. Like, it's all by the book legal. Right. But it's not great. Yeah. Like, you you can't get him for tax evasion. (laughs) Well, Mothwing purrs in amusement, and she tells Leafpaw to not take her brother too seriously. He's the bravest and most loyal cat in RiverClan. Girl, I don't know if I can not take him seriously. I think it's dangerous to not do that. Well, Leafpaw hopes with all her heart that Mothwing is right. But the arrogance in Hawkfrost's eyes filled her heart with unease. And something tells her that this is only the beginning. Hawkfrost could not be trusted. Yeah. Do you want to go on a little longer today since we, uh, since we missed out last time? Oh yeah, sure. Let's keep going. Alright. Squirrelpaw and Sorreltail return from hunting with only one mouse. Firestar tells them to take it straight to the elders. See? River Clan, obviously they're still prey. Yeah, one mouse. Ferncloud won't eat anything yet. Cody has been sharing food with Birchkit. Sorreltail says irritably that that kitty pet should go back to her two legs and stop eating their fresh kill. She's no good for hunting. Who said that? Sorreltail. Hey, Sorreltail. Hey, Sor- hey Sorreltail, come here. Hey, Sorreltail, um, I want you to know that that kitty pet is the only reason why uh, three out of four, the, the last out of like of the four children that that couple has is still alive. Three. The three, yeah. So, um, oh, four, yeah. Yeah, yeah, four, I know, right? Four, because yeah. this one also oh. died. And no, it was five. They had a total of five. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's two left. So, Sorreltail, I'm going to need you to take your ideas and just keep them to yourself because uh, we are literally um, on the edge. And the fact that the, she, the fact that she is literally helping us not lose another um, kitty pet that could, or another uh, kit that could literally Kitten? throw two of our warriors over the edge, is well worth whatever food she's eating. Also, she has lost a bunch of weight and is starving too, so she's not like being a fat cat over here. Firestar, well, Firestar points out that Cody hardly takes anything for herself, and while she cares for Birchkit, the other cats do have more time for hunting. Yeah. So. I mean. Well, Squirrelpaw looks to Sorreltail sympathetically. Nanny cats. Nanny cats. Nanny cats. I suppose, I mean, that's what the, the, um, other, um, what do we call them? Queens? The other queens do, but. issue right now is we don't have any other queens currently so like like do you think maybe it'd be a good idea to just have like a nanny in the nursery all the time oh yeah i think i think we've talked about that that it would be good to have a dedicated caretaker oh i think we've talked about it in regards to the elders 
I think that, I think, mm. I think the, um, and this is kind of a role, but yes, we've definitely talked about this before because we've said it would stop being an issue about the nursery having a hole in it if we just had like a, a warrior there. Like a queen, like a queen who is a warrior because they know how to fight. So it makes sense if we tick like one of the stronger moms who, and it doesn't even have, it doesn't have to be a mom. It could be, it could be a male cat. It doesn't matter. Any cat who wants to protect the kids and then also a able cat who wants to protect the elders because it just it's always a problem we could keep them in line stop them from eating poison things um we could keep the kids we could keep (laughs) the kids in line stop strangers from feeding them poison things or their uncles or actual literal brothers sorry i forgot it was his brother yeah brother half brother uh, well, Squirrelpaw thinks that maybe Sorreltail uh, resented Cody more for taking up Leafpaw's time than for being a kitty pet. Sorreltail, you are barking <laughs> up. Actually, no, that is one of her girlfriends. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say you gotta worry about Mothwing, but then I remember that uh, Cody is also one of the three girlfriends. Uh, yes, girls, if this, um. If this plur- leaf paws got four paws. If this plural relationship's gonna work out, it is about communication. So, uh, Sorrel Tail, you do need to be upfront about your needs. If you feel like your needs are not being met, you need to bring that up to Leaf Paw. You don't get to take it out by bullying one of the other girls. That's I I I am not um polyamorous, so I don't know how it works. But I feel like communication is definitely key. Key, yeah, definitely. Well, Squirrelpaw takes the mouse to the elders. It would also help uh, if they, like, and speckled. formally agreed that they were, like, a poly couple, but, um... Uh, but that's, like... I don't... I do not think that's gonna happen. Well, Frostfur and Speckletail are dozing, and Longtail perks up. He smells mouse. Suddenly, Longtail scents the air. Wind Clan. What? Is Tallstar going to come over and be sad? I don't know if I'm ready for that. Tallstar leads a small bedraggled... (laughs) He brought a backup dancers, too. (laughs) I heard someone, like, make the joke of why doesn't Adele have backup dancers? And it's like, do you want, like, just random people crying on stage? Because, I mean, love her, love her, but she's only made, like, a couple danceable bops. Most of them are, like... Even the danceable bops are, like, pretty sad. <laughs> kind of sad still. Yeah. No one challenges him as they climb slowly to where Firestar waited. Oh, God. What's going to happen? I don't know. Now I'm worried about being okay with the keep going. Because uh, if we're just going to have a sad Tallstar scene, I'm going to be a, a little upset. <laughs> the cats were so emaciated that Squirrelpaw is amazed they made the journey. Crowpaw isn't as thin as his companions but still thinner than he had been. Squirrelpaw bounds down to touch noses with him in greeting. Crowpaw, are you okay? Crowpaw growled that he's as fit as any cat in his clan. (laughs) Tornier says Crowpaw has been hunting like a whole patrol, feeding the entire clan. He even caught a hawk a few days ago. Crowpaw said he used the trick the tribe taught them. Is this, is this, is this, uh foreshadowing is crowpaw in his like angsty teenage dumb gonna d- take down hawk frost 
<laughs> oh, if only Crowbot could do something that useful. <sighs> I was gonna say it's been a minute since okay. we've seen uh Crowbot be his moody teenage self. Um, good to know he's using uh, all that like uh sad boy energy to um help his clan. But could do yeah. could do without the two, dude. If you're that exhausted and tired, uh, you don't have to be like that. Crowpaw, Brambleclaw bounds over to them, as shocked as Squirrelpaw had been to find their friend so gaunt and lifeless. Tallstar speaks to Firestar. They have come to plead for Thunderclan's help. Again? His legs buckle, I mean... and he collapses on his side. The two legs are destroying the warrens they have been sheltering in. Guys! Guys! Guys, this guy's dying! No! No! Oh. No, not Tallstar! Ah! He's the oldest! No! No, but he's he is dying! Wait, we're not in the place. We're not in the right spot. Dude, can you can we do this somewhere else? We gotta move to the four trees. Let's go die by four trees. <laughs> or did it have to happen to four trees, or did you just have to be dying? He said, um uh the great rock. Okay, okay. Oh wait, this is a big rock! These are a bunch of rocks. I suppose they are on some big rocks. I'm going to be so mad if Tallstar's the one who dies. It will be fitting and like poetic and I love him, but I will be so mad because I have so few of these. We, we get so few of the old gay dudes for me to love and enjoy. Um, That's true. Not like we have Firestar and Graystripe, but they're middle-aged right now. Or actually not even. They're young adults. So we, we have a couple. Graystripe's gone, bro. No, I know. I, he's going to He's gonna be back. You think Graystripe's going to be gone? Um, I like that I'm not even worried about Gra I'm more worried about the possibility of. Yeah. Of Tallstar dying. Uh, even when he shows a slightest sign of weakness versus the actual cat who disappeared, got kidnapped. But the thing is, like, I I am, I like uh, Firestar said, he, like, he's going to be fat, guys. He'll figure it out. All right. If that's what you think. Oh, God. Don't make me feel bad about, like, not being worried. <laughs> well, they cannot stay a moment longer, but they cannot travel alone. He doesn't care that they haven't received another sign. He begs them to take them to this sun-drowned place. Firestar looks to Tallstar with sorrow. They have been allies many times, and watching him starve is more than he can bear. Is that where we're supposed to go? I thought... <gasps> we don't know. Or is that where you're saying we should go? They wanted to go ask Hey, him hey, him. let's poke him. Are you dying? Is that where we should go? <laughs> Wait, we're supposed to just go back and ask Midnight? Why didn't Midnight tell us when we were there? Oh... Well, they don't know what oh, to do. Oh, so they're she saying we should go back and get some like... clarification. Yeah. Firestar looks to the forest. Tawny Pelt bursts from the bushes. <laughs> her pelt is bristling, her eyes full of fear. Oh, God. The two legs are attacking their camp. They have them surrounded by monsters. Please come. Why are they working so late into the night? It's past... It's definitely past... Um... No, you it's, need hours. it's day. Oh. No, it's day. Crap. Sorry, this is the next day. Oh, I thought it was nighttime. No, Sorry. that was just genuinely no. me assuming it was night for some reason. Okay. Um, so much of this uh, episode Fire. I've been nighttime that I just assumed we were just stuck there in that time zone. 
Firestar bounds down the slope, and Tallstar manages to haul himself to his paws to follow. Please help us, Tawny Pelt cries to Firestar. Help us for the sake of the Thunderclan blood that runs through her veins, if nothing else. Oh, you know she's serious if she's pulling that card, because she would never bring that up. Well, Firestar brushes his tail across her mouth. They will come for the sake of ShadowClan, he tells her gently. Um, also, guys, if we had, like, gotten our, like, everything, if we had gotten our stuff together, like, a week ago, we probably could have avoided all of this. Um, but I, I now, now I'm wondering, like, is, like, what RiverClan cat is gonna burst forth and be like, oh my god, Mudclaw, or Mud, Mud Dude is dead. Fur. Mudfur died. <laughs> and we'll be like, oh, we know. Crap. Okay. <laughs> did he te- did he go on a big rock and tell you anything <laughs> before that? I know he has not had the urge. Was anybody like... else standing on a big walk rock while somebody like while he said something? Because you're supposed to stand on the rock and the sign will come. So. Yeah. Were you... Stouffer was were you? Th- He's like no no negative. All right. I think that's a pretty good place. Ugh. Unless you'd like to go a little further. No, there's so much happening. <laughs> that's so many. We got we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, pots on the stove and they're all boiling over. <laughs> a lot of pans, gonna, a lot of irons in this fire. Yeah, what's gonna happen? Like, which what's gonna happen first? Is Mudfur gonna die if he hasn't already? Is is all of Shadow Clan gonna be like I don't know plowed? What are they doing? It's a swamp are they just like adding mud like dirt to get rid of the water like what are they what are they they just plowing it like what are they doing um they're maybe they're like digging up all the they're probably digging up everything um they're gonna have a hard time as soon as one of their uh (laughs) excavators gets stuck in one of those like warrens built by the clan it's over for the day um that's what we should be doing let's just dig giant ditches be really hard for them to get their monsters i mean we don't know that but <laughs> we'd slow them down um or will tall star just like literally die right here um <laughs> tell them where to go actually it would be perfect if Shark just showed up right now <laughs> He just is like, and yeah. I'm back. What's what's going on, guys? I'm really well fed. Also, I stole a whole bag of kitty pet food, so it took me so long. Oh, <laughs> it's very it's a forty pound bag, and <laughs> he's I just like hauling 15. it, leaving like crumbs. He's like, I got a lot of prey following me. <laughs> oh, that 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 last part's um, a dream. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so next episode we're gonna, um, I guess we're gonna go save ShadowClan, hopefully. In, in, I guess, I guess when it comes to, like, point of severity of the current problems being brought to us, uh, not much we're gonna do for Mudfur, that, that problem will stay there. Um, yeah. WingClan, I guess you can come with us, I mean, you're all half dead, so you don't have to, but maybe just go stand on the Great Rock. (laughs) Until one of you drops off and he gets struck by, like, a light of inspiration. Um, yeah. Just make sure Crow Paw's there. Um, and, uh, no, Crow Paw will want to fight. So Crow Paw's going to kind of come fight. I don't know. What are they going to do? <laughs> like, what are they going to They're going to kill all the two legs. I know I've wanted that. But, like, I think the only thing they could do is help them escape, which 
Yeah, because I mean these are like you know, bulldozers. Yeah, I mean couldn't have Shadow Clan all like run. I won't. I won't question. We'll get into it more. That we'll get more into it next time. Tawny Pelt has said they are surrounded. So, okay. Where did they I go? guess we will find out more about this situation. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go scope it out. We're gonna go scope it out. How we, I don't know how we're supposed hopefully. to help, but I'm excited to see us try. <laughs> Last time we were in a situation like this. Uh, one of us threw their body at a stalactite and <laughs> murdered themselves and also a giant. Yeah, cat. hopefully no one dies. Yeah, I hope Let's not. Hope no one dies. There's no stalactites. <laughs> oh, um, right. You said uh, you said in episode six cats. You thought six Thunder Clan cats would die. What are we up to? Two. Yeah. So far since you said that. So or three. I forget when you said it. That's hey, you're gonna have to look that up. That's not my job. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um. <laughs> You wrote it down. You were supposed to keep track of it. <laughs> I did. I did write it down. Anyway, folks, if you want to keep track of our bets, um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WCWITCast. Um, uh, this is our username on both sites. If you want to contact us directly, the best way you can do that is via email at WCWITCast at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to help with the podcast, best way you can do that is to share it with a friend. Be like, hey, um, we kind of retread some old stuff in the, this episode, but then 50 things happen in, like, the 11th hour, so it's well worth it. Yeah, um, we just set up a lot. We set up a lot of, we set up a lot of dominoes, and next week we're gonna knock them down. Because I'm Heart And I'm Tangletongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.